Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to season two, episode two of Women with Purpose podcast. I am Tanisha Peggins, your visionary and co-founder because of course God is the founder and I have a special guest here with me today. Hi everyone, I am Sierra Stewart and I'm from Kingdom Love Talk. All right, all right, all right. Y'all make sure y'all check that out. Oh my gosh. Her and her husband, Christopher Stewart, is on fire. Uh, Kingdom Low Top Podcast. You can find them on YouTube, Anchor, Google, uh, Apple, Spotify. Is that it? Did we hit them all? It's a lot of them, but the main ones is YouTube and Anchor and Apple, Apple. Google. Yeah. Yep. So check them out. Kingdom Low Talk Podcast. I'm telling you, it's definitely a treat. Look, they get just as real raw and uncut. And also follow her husband, Christopher Stewart, on TikTok. Um, definitely kid-friendly, but it is nothing but the truth, the honest truth. So help him by the Lord, Savior, Jesus Christ. So check out Christopher Stewart on TikTok and um, her uh, Sierra Stewart and Christopher Stewart on Kino Low Talk Podcast. So today, guys, the topic is overcoming the fall. So I'm going to say a quick prayer, and we're going to hear right in. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this day, Lord. Father God, I ask that whoever needs to hear this, God, that it would touch the lives of your people, God. God, I pray right now that um, you would make this atmosphere with me and Mrs. Stewart conducive for you, Lord. I pray that um, your word would go forth, that healing would take place, and Father God, that you would continue to keep us, guide us, and help us through the day. Amen. Amen. So we're going to jump right in. I'm so excited, but I'm so nervous guys i told you guys that this season is <laughs> ready e for exposure I, this just said e for everyone and exposure but realistically it's not for everyone so it is what it is <laughs> um but it's definitely ready e for exposure starting with myself um because when god convicts and gives a word it hit you first mm-hmm. so with that being said overcoming the fall is pretty much self-explanatory <laughs> I'm weak, y'all. But um, <laughs> self-explanatory. Yeah, very self-explanatory. Last week we talked about the comeback. Um, and it's leading up to the fall. Uh, so I'll give you my side of how I feel and you know, get back up again. And Miss Stuart will give you hers. So without further ado, um, we'll start with Miss Stuart from Kingdom Love Talk Podcast. <laughs> I knew she was gonna do that. Okay, so let's talk about what falling, well, the fall is, because I know a lot of people. When you say the fall, they automatically think Satan falling from, yeah, because he did what he did with right. God. We're talking about exposing ourselves as Christian women. I'm mm-hmm. gonna say that followers of Christ, right? You know, and a lot of people expect, you know. It's a little judgment when things happen. Right. And they take us just because we're followers of Christ. They take us. Um, they forget that we're human. Right. Yeah. So because of that, you know, it's like this false religious type of spirit mm-hmm. who, oh, you did this, you did that. Right. And they condemn you to hell as if you're not supposed to make mistakes. Like, right. And that's, that's, you know what? That's good. Because <laughs> that's good. In the body of Christ, they, you know, act like you're not supposed to do anything. But then the, it seems like the ones who condemn you the most are the ones who's in the closet the most. And when I say in the closet, I don't necessarily mean homosexuality. I mean in the closet, you know, with all their skeletons and hiding it and, you know, 
we're not hiding what whatever we done because we went through it for a reason so um we are the remnant that god is raising up i guess you could say because again guys we're human and we're real raw and uncut so yeah girl it just it dropped in my little (laughs) piece so (laughs) So i told you it don't even it don't even do justice to have notes to follow right yeah (laughs) but yeah so um (laughs) no seriously it's it's it's, it's good to expose yourself and, and be real because it actually touches people. The real stuff is what saves people. Right. So with me, the fall, me falling came from being worn out. Yeah. Being Ugh. very worn down and worn <sighs> out. And that's what the enemy does. He comes to wear out the saints mm-hmm. because, okay, you, you accept God, you got warfare. Will you, okay. So it's like, he tries to prevent you from coming into Jesus. Mm-hmm. And, but once you get saved, now it's, oh, you want to be saved? I'm going to wear you out right now. I got a like, trick for you. Yeah. So it, I yeah. can keep you from being where you need to be in Christ. Right. And that's what he doesn't want from us. So with us, with with myself, <laughs> with Tanisha and I, but with myself. Okay. Yeah, because we was in a season together. <laughs> yeah. Wow. We just fell on different sides of the street. Yeah. <laughs> we was in it together. Yeah, different different areas right that we dealt with, but mm-hmm. it was still, you know, us falling and and with me it came from my dependability, <laughs> my de- me being dependent in the world. I was dependent on marijuana. I wasn't a drinker, but I was dependent on smoking weed. I smoked weed. I love my weed. I am not even going to hold you. I loved <laughs> marijuana. I would smoke it when I was tired. I would smoke it when I was stressed out. I would smoke it when my kids was getting on my nerves. I would smoke it for fun. I would, focus, mm-hmm. I would smoke it for creativity, but it took the place of God. So you can say that it was an idol. Right. Yeah. So because of that, you know, you don't just not do you get delivered from it you don't do it i hadn't i hadn't smoked in a year mm-hmm. a whole year mm-hmm. um we were supposed to buy a house everything with that kind of didn't happen and you know it was it was stressful to us because we we are in you know my grandmother's house she's 70 and you know it's my husband, my children, everyone. Right. And then we're trying to get a house. We can't do this. Things are falling through the hoops of the loops and then just falling right. apart. Right. So with that being said, it's frustrating. Everyone's, you know, talking right. about you. They're saying stuff. It's frustrating. You're still trying to hold on. You're still trying to have faith and keep hold on to the Lord because that's who you're supposed to be dependent on for your creativity, for your strength, for everything. Right. But it gets to a point. It got to a point where I was like, you know what? I can't take this. I'm tired of this. (laughs) Right. Like, I don't like, you know, this is crazy. I don't, it's it's not happening, God. What I know what you said, but is it you that even said that? Did it come from you? Like, I didn't hear you. Somebody was spoken as a prophecy to me. Like, is that real? Is this what you're saying? I don't know who I can trust. It's not happening the way I think it should happen. And it was just a lot of stress on me and I was wore down. So. I smoked. And disappointed. Yeah, disappointed too. Very disappointed. I smoked marijuana and the whole entire time, like, I was like, oh my gosh. I started thinking about if I'm going to lose my teeth. I started thinking about <laughs> all types of stuff, okay? I was like, it's and, not funny. <laughs> and then I heard the Holy Spirit say, you're grieving me. And I was like, 
Oh my uh, gosh. So during the fall, it was I was I was having conviction during it, before it, during it. And that's what the Lord does. He convicts you, not because now he convicts, he doesn't condemn. Right. So you will feel like, oh, this is wrong. Oh my gosh. So you'll feel bad. Like, right. like you just yeah, you feel guilty, mm-hmm. but it's not guilt. It's it's a similar feeling, but not right. it's more of a like a like you know you broke your friend's heart or mm-hmm. you know you that, broke right. the person that you right. love. You heart. know you grieve the heart of God and it's like oh. Yeah. And so yeah. with that, man, I was I I didn't do it no more. Like after that, <laughs> I didn't do it no more because it, it not it was too much on me to do that mm-hmm. to God. I didn't I want I loved God more. Like I didn't right. want to hurt God. Like even if I wanted to still smoke the weed or whatever, mm-hmm. I didn't want. I even more than that, I didn't want to disappoint right. God. Right. So I was like, you know what? Something has to stop. Something right. has to give. Right. I can't mm-hmm. do that no more. So right. now, the enemy, he comes with those thoughts because, mm-hmm. like the Bible said, let's go. To, let's go to a little bit of scripture on it. <laughs> this is what the Lord gave me because. I completely forgot marijuana was sorcery. Mm-hmm. So I'm telling my pastor what I did because, you know, confess with your, your right. mouth. Tell what you've done. And, you know, you don't, you, you free yourself. Right. Right. Man, listen, y'all. Matthew 12, 45. Okay. <laughs> oh, wait. Is that? Yeah, I'm, I'm on 11. Yeah, but Matthew 12, 45. It says, then the spirits. Let's see what she Okay, let's start at 43. When an evil spirit leaves a person, it goes into the desert seeking rest, but finding none. Then it says, I will return to the person I came from. So it returns and finds its former house empty, swept, and in order. Then the spirit finds seven other spirits more Mm -hmm. evil than itself, and they all enter the person and live there. And so that person is worse off than before. That will be the experience of this evil generation. So... We do that because <laughs> I got the same thing here. We always do that. <laughs> we, that's one, of, but that's how you know we don't want to court them. Yeah, that's I can how say, you know. Yeah, I can cross that off. <laughs> I can cross that off. <laughs> but with that, that happened for me. But that was my experience, and this is this is what I was faced with because I'm in there, and she's like, you know, sorcery, and if you, when I'm getting deliverance, you're like, you know, that's sorcery, and I'm like, oh sorcery mm-hmm. like dang i learned that but i totally forget Forgets. i right. forgot right and you know and then 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 i learned oh my god seven more you mean that seven more so yeah now i deal with it coming in my when i'm stressed out i'll have that thought but that's right. why we have to cast down every high thing that mm-hmm. exhausts itself against the knowledge of god and bring our minds and our thoughts under captivity to the obedience of christ because it starts in the mind. The battle right. is in the mind. Mm-hmm. If he can get you wore down, stressed out, off focus, then he got you, you know? Yep. And so that's how it happened for me. And that's what God spoke to me, the seven more. And then it went into condemnation. And mm-hmm. with the condemnation, I was just like beating myself up. Like, I can't believe I did that. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I call myself a prophetess. Oh, mm-hmm. um, you know, you're supposed to uphold this, 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 whatever. I was dealing with that. Mm-hmm when God already forgave me, mm-hmm. you know, he already foresaw what I was going to do. And he still called me a prophetess. He still loved me right. anyway, but I was still dealing with that. And it's just real. That's just something that I dealt with prophetess and all. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it happens. you know what I mean? Like we're not, 
we're not perfect. We're still human. You know, we pray daily, you know, God deny our flesh, you know, kill our flesh, anything that's dwelling in us that's not like you. And that's a, a everyday, all day thing. That's not just no, okay, God deny my flesh this morning, but by, you know, the evening, um, you know, there's some things I want to do. So <laughs> right. it's good for the morning. Look, no, it's, it's a everyday, all day thinking. Yeah. <laughs> all day. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> for me, it, it was similar. I mean, of course, you know, but you know, for you guys out there, um, same thing. You know, I was going through the process of buying a house, even up to the day, y'all, that I had to move out of my apartment. Like we were still trying to make some things work, make some things shake. And I mean, it was stuff that could have been fixed or was in the process, but for us, it was a matter of time because my lease mm-hmm. was up. Right. So it's like, oh God, okay, I got these kids. Like, where are we going to go? What are we going to do? So for me, you know, we went to go stay with my sister while we're still in the process of trying to buy a home. So mm-hmm. I'm like contending everywhere, like contending, contending, like straight warfare. Like people think <laughs> or you're told, you know, once you give your life to Christ, it's easy. That's it. No more mm-hmm. problems. Uh, No, that's Bye. when it turns up. That's when it really start. That's when it really get real, you know. But that's also for me is, I don't want to say a good feeling because it don't feel good. But to know, okay, because if I wasn't a threat to the enemy in his kingdom, he wouldn't come after me the way he do. Right. And he was even coming after my kids. And like everything was happening right before my eyes. I'm like, oh, my God. And for me, when I get very stressed, <laughs> when things around me feels like they're not, um, coming together they're not happening i get very vulnerable Mm -hmm. and i turn to what i know which is men not like all at once guys listen but you know especially dealing with rejection and abandonment you know whatever whatever trying to fill that void so my fall came with sexual sin um (laughs) (laughs) right got that off my chest but um (laughs) I was celibate. I was celibate for what, like a year, almost mm-hmm. a year and a half, um, when I first started my healing and deliverance and wow, cutting off. Time. Yep, That's same great. time frame. That's when, like, our stuff is legit, like, pretty much same road. That's when he was mad. Yeah, he was. He was like, "Oh yeah, dumb <laughs> Joe. Oh, they gotta go." Like he caught in his best army for us, and he oh. still lost. Lord bless his little heart, but. You know, right. <laughs> I was celibate for like a year and a half. Um, I cut off everybody that I was talking to. And I say, I mean, like literally talking to, not just sexual. Um, even the one person who I really did really like and meant everything to me. But I knew that God was saying that's not the one. Mm-hmm. So even though the chemistry and all of that was there and we were compatible, we weren't suitable for mm-hmm. one another. And especially what God was taking me and taking him to. But me, it was different. Like, God, like, you come with me, like, right now. Yeah. Like, I need you now. So, you know, I cut all that off. You know, needless to say, started my healing and deliverance process. That that season was real. Like, the enemy was attacking me, my kids, my family, like, literally everybody at the same time. So I was overwhelmed. I was stressed. I was frustrated. I was irritated. I was vulnerable. I was weak. I was just over it. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I still had my faith in God, but I ain't gonna lie, my faith started dwindling because it appeared that everything around me was just falling. And the only, at that moment that I felt the only good thing that was happening was me starting a new job. And that was, that too played a huge part in buying a house because, you know, you got to be on your job for a year or whatever, Mm -hmm. whatever. 
and I had got hired with Centera. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm not going to turn this job down that brings me more money because I'm a single parent. Like, I got right. three kids to take care of. Like, you, no, nah, you're tripping. So they was like, okay, well, we're just going to need a couple of paste ups since it's in the same field. You know, it's just a new company, more money. So I'm like, all right, well, what about right now? Like, my lease is up. You know, what are we going to do? So whew, my far, fall was off the chain, y'all. Like, I ain't even going to lie to you. Um, <laughs> for many reasons. And again, this season is ready E for exposure. So I would never give the enemy the satisfaction of exposing me because I'm going to do it for myself because the enemy will expose you to destroy you, but God will expose you to bring forth healing, set you free and others. So it's going to set many people free because what we're dealing with is actually what people are dealing with in the body of Christ and out the body of Christ, but especially the body of Christ. And they feel like they got to hide it, you know, because, Oh, I'm a prophet I'm a preacher, teacher, apostle, bishop, whatever you know so i can't tell because you know it's going to bring shame it's going to bring forth embarrassment i got to explain it and that's even with leviathan kicking with pride mm-hmm. kicking you know because you care more about your position than you do the people of god because what you don't understand is you're bleeding on god's sheep and those spirits transfer so you still right. laying hands knowing the sin that you're in whether it's smoking whether it's drinking whether it's sexual sin sexual immorality whatever it is like you just have to understand so for us that was big of us to confess our sins one to god you know repent ask for you know forgiveness and two to our leaders and we were more than willing to be set out i was like look hey because i was talking well talking to this guy i'm gonna say was because still is but was um and at that time when we were talking when we first started talking i was still legally married and um unfortunately he was too Mm -hmm. and going through the separation divorce and so we had sex multiple times and uh (laughs) i ain't gonna lie to y'all like i told you i ain't look i'm laying everything on table this is a real raw uncut season but the first time i ain't gonna lie to y'all like i didn't regret it at all which was weird to me because normally when i do things that i know for a fact grieve the heart of god ever since i was little that i can remember like teenage years instantly like i would feel guilt i would feel shame i would just feel like nasty like Mm -hmm. oh like i couldn't even look at myself in the mirror so when this happened this time i was like okay what's wrong with me because i don't feel none of that like i don't feel no regret i don't feel no shame and i even told my leader like look i'm gonna sit down for a minute because (laughs) this is what i did but i was like uh i'm gonna be honest i don't like regret it like I can see me doing it again. So she was like, oh, yeah, we definitely got to sit you down. Like, you know, <laughs> but it wasn't until a few times later that it settled in because now I'm like, oh, my gosh, like I'm living in my sin. Like I'm still right. doing what it is that God, you know, calling me to do vulnerable. I mean, healing and deliverance and all that. But I, too, realized like, oh, my gosh, I'm dealing with rejection again. Like because the house was the major thing for me, like same thing. Like I was dealing with other stuff, but the other stuff that I was dealing with was kind of like minute because this was like buying the house was something that I look forward to because, right. you know, of course, you know, I, you know, plan on moving to Texas or whatever. So once I purchased the house here because my girls didn't want to go, it was just going to be me and, you know, my son. 
that house is going to be left here for them because I'm like, my kids are not going through what I went through. You're not renting from the body and all of that. Now I'm going to teach you how to still pay rent, pay mortgage, save your money. But no. So it was a disappointment. So that for me was the icing on the cake, which led to my fall. Um, And I think, no, I don't think I know because fornication is one thing, but adultery is something else. Mm -hmm. You know, I was even separated for nine years before I finally got my divorce this year. But even in that, because I wasn't solely living for God at that time. So my divorce was not a priority to me, you right. know, like, so, but in the outside of God, you're still married. Like you still made vows, not just to this person, but to me. Right. So it was bigger than fornication. It was adultery. And I was already went through the healing and deliverance in the area. And, you know, like Sierra said, it, you know, when that spirit leave, it come back with seven more. So, you know, you wonder why each time you go back, like, oh my gosh, like I keep going back to him or I keep going back to her. Like, I want right. to go away. One, you soul ties for sure. Definitely. Right. <laughs> like, it's just without a doubt. Um, but it's it's harder each time to even be delivered. Because for me, I mean, yeah. the spirit's having the party. One, like Chris said, when he said that, they just up in there, ain't having a party. Like, it really, I mean, <laughs> think about it like, wait. So they went back and got seven more and then they went back and got seven. Oh, so y'all lit lit in the inside of me like, yeah, like what? (laughs) And so (laughs) when I went through my deliverances last time, like y'all, them spirits was manifesting and I was like, what is happening? But I did at that moment, um, a few times later, multiple times later, that's when I realized like, I'm really grieving the heart of God. And it was one time not to get too personal, but even in the midst of my sexual sin, I just had a glimpse and I like cried and I'm like, oh my God, like in the midst of it. And I'm like, oh my gosh. But I was also too able to see like what I was dealing with. Even, it even brought back um, when I was molested and I was like, oh my gosh, like I really didn't deal with this, deal with this because when I looked up, I didn't see my partner face. I seen the guy who molested me face and that's what really, so it was like so many emotions. But the main thing for me was, um, Everything I was going through, I felt like extremely vulnerable. So I turned to what I thought could bring me joy and happiness. And in all actuality, it brought something else. So now I'm dealing with that. I'm, you know, dealing with spirit spouse. And of course, everything that he was dealing with when we had sex. Mm -hmm. Now I'm dealing with his stuff plus my stuff. So now you talking about the whole spirit field party like <laughs> a demonic spirit field party oh, let's Lord. let's just say that but it was bad i mean even with yeah. me you know not having kids no more like i was dealing with those feelings too so it was like the enemy was coming for me like everything that is like really really hard for me to deal with like the domestic violence like the you know being molested even I don't want to use the word rape. I hate that. Because when you're with a partner, you think, like, how can your partner rape you? But if you say no, then it is what it is. Right. Right. So even, you know, dealing with that, like, and then not being able to have kids. And now I done grieved the heart of God. Like, it was like, dang, like, you came so far and then you do this and you, you know, so then the enemy started playing with me too. Like, oh, you call yourself a seer. You call yourself, you know, living for Christ. You call yourself an ambassador. Like, what you doing, that ain't godly. So I was literally like, battling and it wore me down so much that it affected my everything like depression came back Mm -hmm. i didn't want to live no more because i knew what i had done so i'm like 
Good Lord, just just take me now. Like, just come on, just take me now. Like, it is what it is. I did what I done. Like, just take me now. Because dealing with you know, when the enemy started playing with your mental, oh my gosh, I, I couldn't know. work. Yes, I was like, I felt sick again. And then that was something else. He was like, Oh yeah, you thought you was healed. You're not. And I'm like, oh no, like we ain't even going there. Like it is what it is. But I just I do feel like it was harder for me because it wasn't just the fornication. And at that point, I had committed adultery. Like, even after my divorce was final, his wasn't or isn't. So you're still committing adultery, you know? I mean, initially, let's just go ahead and put this disclaimer out. Initially, I did not know he was married. I didn't find out until after we had already been dating for a couple months. Still before we had sex, though. But it was after, you know, because the situation would have been completely um, different knowing what I know now and walking into who I am now in Christ, you know, it would have been completely different because I know we have married people out there and it's like, oh, she was a mistress. She was a no, nah, none of that. Nah, we ain't even playing that game. We, none of that. Um, it was just is a situation where legally married, but not together. But in the outside of God, you're still married, so therefore you're still committing adultery. So the healing mm. got really, really real. It got real, real. <laughs> it got real, 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 real. But I mean, I, I to set me free because even after God forgave me, and I, you know, went through having to be set down as a leader, mm-hmm. um, because I did do wrong. But I was honestly in that I was proud that I did something right, and not like these leaders nowadays that you're doing what you're doing and then like people wondering like, like why are they running from church to church or wondering why you know every time I pass the pray for me or lay hands like I feel the same or stuff is getting worse more times than not I ain't gonna say more let's not say more but we're gonna say more times than not is not necessarily that is you because you're really truly surrendering all and you're really truly trying to break free and you're really truly trying to you know go through healing and deliverance right you have these leaders that knowing what they're doing and yet you're that prideful that you really rather hurt your sheep than to just sit down and get the necessary healing that you need so now you got a good point because i was hearing in my little notes (laughs) because the holy spirit be moving man um hiding allows the fall to stand Mm -hmm. so that right there is a very good point like you know we're talking about all the leaders that are still um they got evangelists and deaconess and whoever else in rotation in the church or whatever <laughs> else they're doing, rotation. you know, but they doing all of this stuff outside. They got, right. they, they're afraid they masturbating. They not, mm-hmm. you know, they, Oh yeah. That was they, a big one. Yeah. And they still laying hands like pornography. Like, yeah. All of that. And they're not saying anything. They're not trying to get healing. They're just mm-hmm. continuously staying in it. Hiding that allows the enemy to play with you so it yes. allows you falling because you doing the action that god says not to mm-hmm. do is and you're giving fall. him legal right because right. he can't go to god with a lie right so oh that's your daughter well your daughter's down here doing xyz so it gives him legal right and access to do whatever because what we're doing you right. know what i mean exactly. people don't understand that i didn't understand it i ain't gonna lie to you i ain't legal what right and then even when you do know the enemy, like you said, uh, like you talked about, you didn't know mm-hmm. that he was married into that because Satan don't come to you with everything. He give mm-hmm. you a glimpse. He give you a little bit. Oh, you see this? Oh, you feel this? Oh, right. you guys are in common. Oh, he's a believer too. Mm-hmm. Oh, yep. oh um, all of that. You, you can repent. 
It's okay. Yes. Was, <laughs> oh my gosh. She brought up a good point, y'all, because that's exactly what what really like what I thought or what the enemy was saying. Like, oh, you know, you ain't the only one who's doing this, you know. Because I again, I'm big on the whole marriage divorce thing, especially walking into who I am now. So that was the thing. Like, oh, you can do it again. You just repent. God gonna forgive you. And it's like I ain't gonna lie. I be thinking like God be like, all right, that's it. Right. Like you on your thousand repent now, right? <laughs> John, get my sandal. <laughs> She got to go. <laughs> but, she playing with me. Right. Well, I'm, 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 listen, guys, my personality is like, no, I told y'all, we're, we are far from the traditional leaders. Like, we ain't, nah, we ain't even like that. But that is true, though. Like, I just felt like, oh, I can repent again. But this last time, I was like, oh, yeah, God, you got it. Like, I ain't, do- <laughs> y'all, my deliverance, <laughs> it got real. I'm traumatized. <laughs> so I'm like, God, I heard you now. Like, you ain't got to worry about it. <laughs> No, but even even with getting married, I don't want to get married just to not sin anymore. Because right. one, I don't want to get married again to be divorced. Like next time I get married, it's legit gonna be till death do us part. Like one of us right. gotta go. Like it ain't mean, you know, <laughs> it ain't nothing like that. But being in tune with the Holy Spirit too. But it, the enemy really will play off your weakness. Like he don't play fair at all, y'all. Like no. he gonna play off of every every little thing. He coming for every little thing. So. Yeah, it, yeah. Yeah, guys. So, <clears throat> like I said, um, fornication is one thing, but adultery is something else. I know people be like, well, you know, the Bible say no sin is greater than the other. That's very true. But there's, you forget another part to it, you know, it's also <laughs> uh, uh, sins and sins of abomination, but that's right. coming too. Um, right, yeah. So I'm like, when people say that, it's not that it hurt me, but it just shows what you really don't know. Like people, and people would twist the word of God to fit them and accommodate Mm -hmm. them and justify what it is what you don't know. Scripture is scripture, and that's just that on that. You can't change it to fit you, your standards, your sin, your none of that, or justify or even use it as manipulation. Like, nah, that ain't cool. But And I'm not going to go too deep into soul ties, guys, because there is going to be an episode coming this season. But in studying for soul ties, um, and this is, look, he ain't sponsoring me at all. I'm just saying this for free. Um, but um, it's this book called Soul Ties written by Frank um, Hammond. And it was a couple of things that he said, but like I said, I'm not going to go too deep into soul ties on this episode. This is talking about the fall, um, what led up to us falling, how we fell, and also how we overcame it. But um, Frank Hammond has said excessive physical touching outside of marriage leads to the formation of a soul tie and the lust that accompanies it makes the tie unclean which opens the door for unclean spirits and that's true and i know some people may not believe in spirits and all that but let me tell you i've experienced it and still experiencing it myself them spirits is real like yes they real real um but anyway something else that he said too um well a couple things but um, through adultery, an evil soul tie is created in lust, and this demonic soul tie destroys the holy un- union that is based upon mutual love and trust. And that really like stuck with me because I'm like, dang, like, so then I'm thinking, okay, God, what if we do get married? Like, are you really gonna bless it? Because we didn't already done what we shouldn't have done, you know, pre marriage, and that's you know, if this is the one that you say is for me, so. 
Then I'm like, okay, now we talking about more spirits, mm-hmm. evil spirits, demonic spirits, unclean spirits. And when you, I mean, come on, unclean is just what it is. You ain't clean. So, and me being OCD as I am, like with clean cleanliness, you know, hygiene, house, all of that stuff. I was like, oh, so I'm dirty, dirty. So then I'm like, okay, well, I can't wash this sin away. I can't wash this sin out. I can't, you know, tell the spirit, I right, come on up out like just like that. Like right. it, it takes work and that process is you know like no other and good soul ties are founded upon love demonic soul ties are founded upon lust when satan gets the opportunity he will pervert that which is pure but even for that it's like okay good soul ties are founded upon love but demonic soul ties are founded upon lust so i'm like okay god i know what you're saying pretty much like whether you married or not but then you do have people who are in relationships that are sexual mm-hmm. but it's not i mean it's still lusting which lust is a sin too but they really do love each other mm-hmm. so then you can also take that and justify it too well it's okay because you know god gonna forgive us and we're not lusting so we don't it's not demonic we really love each other no it's not true it's still a ungodly soul type because right. you're not married so i say that to say because i dealt with it you know if you are dealing with somebody that is married, um, even if they are not with their that person, even if they are going through a divorce, it's still committing adultery, y'all. Like, it doesn't matter because I, too, used to think that, okay, well, we ain't together no way. Like, right. he living his best life in Michigan. I'm living my okay life here in Virginia and been in, you know, relationships, you know, was engage whatever to the guy but whatever um now we're giving him that platform up here but i was even all like those years like those nine years i was committing adultery but it really wasn't a big deal to me you know but the moment i really started living for christ is like yo i can't do this and then i'm like well i'm divorced but it's like okay yeah you are but the other half ain't so you fornicating and you committing adultery i'm like oh so this ain't like it's real. Yeah. It's so real. It is. And it made it harder too because like you said soul ties and you deal with spirit spouse. But to even break away, but it's like, you know, like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then because what because what you said as far as um people may feel like, but I love him, but I love this. Right. Okay, well, when it's a demonic soul ties, think about what it is in your soul and right. your mind your mm-hmm. will and your emotions so mm-hmm. the things that you want to do or that you should be doing the enemy has control over your will right so it's creating these unnatural wants mm-hmm. or these unnatural thoughts or mm-hmm. these unnatural uh emotions mm-hmm. and you're thinking oh because this is the way i feel right that this is who god has for me and that's just completely right. not true because once you open the door to the enemy mm-hmm. these spirits take place yeah within some of them yeah within your soul right and so a lot of people don't even understand what they're saying with oh i love them in my soul Mm -hmm. or i love you with my soul you're literally telling a person that you love them with your mind your will and your emotions and that's a place that god should really have you know because it's all a battle for souls at the end of the day Mm -hmm. so not to go deep into soul ties but just to touch on you know that because I know that's a big fall for people. Like yeah. sexual sin is hard. That you was know? big for me. It was big for me too. Yeah. I mean, my husband and I, granted, my husband and I are who we're who we're who got 
told us we need to be with my right. husband or not. But it didn't start off like that. Right. So even now, even those things were things that we're contending with mm-hmm. because we have children from outside. Right. You know, marriage, marriage and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, even though people are married, they're still married in the spirit. Like you said, your husband, y'all was still married, but he was all the way where right. he was. He uh-huh. had a girlfriend too. Even though you won't do nothing in the spirit, y'all still connected. Connect, so there's still right. adultery coming yep, in that coming, triangle. Yep, yep. So it's like, oh, and I yeah. haven't let that go. And then your feelings could lead you to destruction. And then even when you're doing that. Sometimes it makes it hard for you to hear from God. I know yeah. it was for me. It was hard for me to hear from God. It was hard for me to focus. Um, it was hard for me to consume what it was I needed to consume, like in my word and you know, stuff like that. And then I was, you know, majorly distracted. So my feelings superseded what I knew I should have been doing in my in my heart, in my mind, in my body. Like even like you know, God would say, Okay, I need you to do this, but then if we chilling, we doing whatever and you know, one thing leads to another. Then the next day, it's like, ah, right. especially if it's somebody that God need, you know, me to minister to. And, you know, okay, so today is the day that I, you know, I'm going to see this person and God have a word for them. But I was supposed to get that the night before. That's why he was requiring like, hey, get up. Hey, I need you like right, right now. So then for me, it's bigger than just me. Now I'm holding up my assignments. Now right. I'm holding up the people who are waiting for me, who are still in bondage, who are still in even in sin their self, who's still in, you know, domestic violence relationships, whatever the case may be, whoever my assignment is, I'm not only holding myself up and holding myself back, I'm also holding them back. So that's the way I had to look at it, even with my children mm-hmm. being a generational curse breaker. Like I'm hurting those that's attached to me yeah. and my assignments just because I can't deny my flesh. Right. So on, that right was there. big for me. And and that's when the guilt and everything, and me right. being remorseful on my sin, that's when it set in because it's like, oh my God, like because I'm not denying my flesh, because I'm pleasing my flesh, right. but only for a moment, because once that feel good feeling go away, it's like, uh Okay, so it's like, dang, now my kids, now they contending because I done opened the door for the enemy all the way. So now these spirits coming in, especially this spirit spouse. Oh my gosh, they the worst. But yes, the worst. Right, I'm opening. So then when yeah. my kids are acting certain ways, especially, you know, when I was going through that situation with Caleb, I'm like, yo, I let them in though. Right. Like, I legit pretty much got up, opened the door, and said, "Come sit down, so I'm finished." And then, then <laughs> right. I'm then I'm allow you to maneuver in my household with my children, and I'm allow you to maneuver with my assignments and everything else. So right. for me, that's when it was like, "Okay, Tanisha, enough is enough." Like I don't know what you got to do, but you're gonna have to do something to like get through this because you know God, you're here for a reason. You're here for a purpose, and you have a assignment. Like you have a big assignment, and it's women and it's youth depending on you. And if you still over here playing the field, then they out there like contending, being hurt, harmed, like whatever, because you over here playing the field, just can you a jolly good time, right? And that's a that's a great point that you that you say because I I felt that way, but I really didn't know how to put it in words. Well, right. I I told Chris that you know it came from Chris is my husband, but it came from crucifying that's where condemnation for me mm-hmm. came in at because i thought about it and i was like oh my gosh and seven more oh my gosh mm-hmm. now i'm praying like my kids like oh mm-hmm. yeah you know so the people assigned to us and that's when i really realized but i love how god is because right. in the whole midst of the condemnation the guilt the shame and everything that I was feeling it allowed us to say 
you know, out of all of this, you helped us realize that it's really not about us. Right. It's not about us. Right. It's about you. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, you show your glory in this whole situation because yep. here you are. Here's your hand. I feel co- condemnation. I feel guilt. Mm-hmm. Uh, Leviathan crept in. Mm-hmm. That shame crept in. But at the end of the day, you still come in and you still pull me out each and every time. time yeah. Like you still with, with open me. arms. Like right. Come like, here, my daughter. Like, like it's it's okay. I already knew. Right. Like, oh my gosh, like, yeah, but you know, and then, but, and then, and then it's not even God that's holding the unforgiveness, then unforgiveness, said it mm-hmm. because we, we don't forgive ourselves for this, right. because we right. like, we suck. Right, right, like, I, I did suck. this, like, like, what, I really suck as a person, I can't believe that I like, right. that marijuana, it was mm-hmm. some, it was some Reggie anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like it, it wasn't even worth like, right. if you're gonna do it, it let it be worth it. It, it wasn't worth it, right? It was some trash anyway. So, at the end of the day, you just like, oh my gosh, it's none mm-hmm. of this is worth it. It's pointless, like, or you realize, you know what, right? You're looking at the person for those people in sexual sin, you're looking at the person like. You know, like in disgust. I don't really like you. Right. Then you started <laughs> you started finding all their flaws too. Like yes. mm, all because you messed up. And it was something that you <laughs> said that really like hit home for me. Unforgiveness. Yeah. That's the big thing because that leads to infirmities. And of course, you know, it, it, whether you know or whether you don't know, you know, God has healed me from lupus or whatever. So then unforgiveness set in, then self-guilt, then self-conflict. And yeah. you're battling yourself. So especially not dealing with that and that's what enemy want anyway anything that's going to hold you down and your body is a temple so right. even infirmities is like oh because i had to think like okay god for this assignment that you're calling me to do like i need to be not only in good spirits and you know in tune with you and and you know all of that like my body my physical body still has to be right so right. i was even abusing my body so you know all of that stuff led to even infirmity. So I did start to get sick again, you know, right before COVID. And and even when I went to the hospital, because it's on paper, you know, they treated me for a lupus flare. Mm -hmm. But I I knew what it was. I knew it was spiritual. Even, you know, after they literally, like, they was giving me fluids, steroids, you know, all this stuff. And then they was alternating morphine and Dilaudid. And when I tell you it was not touching my pain, I was, like, still, like, oh, my gosh, like, I cannot do this anymore. And then, you know, of course, the enemy, like, haha, you thought it was, it was gone. It was, you know, it was here, like, whatever, I'm dangling in your face. But I knew what it was. It was spiritual. So I knew what I had to do. And, you know, here I am again, even with, like, something else you said with the sorcery, which that's going to come another episode, too, guys. But the sorcery, even medication, of course, people deal with illnesses, so you need whatever. I've been there, done that, did that. I was on 12 different medications a day, in addition to the treatments that I had to do on a weekly and monthly basis. And I end up, I don't know if I sent the video to you, but I know I sent it to Pastor and um, Christy, I think somebody else. But I did a video of dumping every pill bottle that I had down the toilet. The only one I did keep, though, was my pain medicine because I'm like, when that pain hit, look, they're drinking like no other. But I'm going to admit I've already done it to God, which was hard, and my pastor. But even the addictions, and again, it's going to come later because it was numbing the pain, you know, like of dealing with disappointments, of dealing with hurt. Um, I was going through situations with my parents where I really, really needed them the most, but they weren't there for whatever reason, you know, because, of course, we know the reason why it had to be separation. But... Mm -hmm. 
for me, it was still that vulnerability because I need my dad right now. Like I need my mom right now. And thank God for my stepmom who, you know, was there and passing everybody else, but it's still nothing like your parents. And that too helped me with my children. Mm-hmm. Like it's good to have people there and have the support because I really don't know what I would have done without, you know, y'all and them or whatever. But it was like the people who I really want. So the enemy was playing off of that too. So then the addiction came in off of the pain medicine or whatever. Sometimes I wasn't even in pain, but it was like, I'm not dealing with this. I'm not dealing with you. Right. So kind of like, like with the weed or like the kids stressing me out. So it was like, okay, I got to go into another space. But then it too, that really started to grieve me because it's like, okay, in this moment, I really do need to hear from God, but I can't say that I'm even hearing from him because I'm on his high. Or if I'm in the spirit, I don't know if I'm like in the spirit, spirit, or if I'm on the cloud, like up there, like, sup, Jesus? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so it's like, I have to be in a clear state of mind to be able to hear from him because, again, my assignments are waiting on me. My children are waiting on me. My grandchildren, great grandchildren to come, nieces, nephews, all of those people. Like, this very moment, this very season is going to determine the generations that come. And right. even if you don't do it, God just going to put somebody in your place. Like, the man's right. are just going to pass down. But, it's no way possible I can allow my children to go through what I'm going through. Like, nah, I'd rather just go through it because this thing ain't no joke. So if I'll be the one God to take it for them, but everything depended on me. So when I fail and all of that really starts to set in, it was just like, oh my gosh. And I remember the first person that I told was, was you. And we was talking about it. I was like, I made a mistake. But I don't feel bad <laughs> initially. And then after it was like, <laughs> okay i'm feeling bad yeah i'm like don't stay there don't right stay right there. and then the, and the conversation ended up switching like you feel it was like, like a like, month later right like <laughs> so, a month later so and god gave you the blueprint right to help me and then in turn that same blueprint that god gave her to help me do what i deal with you know so it's good to have people who's there that you can trust and that's not judgmental and can help pick you back up because right. i was in the pit and I had her to help put me back up. Like, it's okay. Like, so you do need people like this. I don't know what I would have done without you stink food. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need those people that got a religious feel like, Mm-mm, I can't believe she did that. Did you hear about seeing her? Right. She yeah. Sweet. Yeah, she's an angry. Right. <laughs> like, okay, well, let's open up your closet and see what your sins look like. Why are you trying to put mine on? Sure, there's a lot of skeletons in there. The only right. thing is, we are showing you that it's, you got skeletons. That's good. I like that. Right. We're, we're opening the door freely. Look at our closet. We got a bunch of skeletons. Go bury them, sucker. Right. Well, look, check this out, though. I wanted to say one thing that you, that stuck there. Because when I was getting deliverance, oh, my gosh. Well, first fear crept in, and I knew fear mm-hmm. crept in because I started worrying about teeth and all types right, of yeah. worry, worryation mm-hmm. came. And... Oh my gosh, the spirit of addiction had to get cast out. And I was like, I'm an addict. Right. Uh, that's I'm hard a, to admit. I'm a functional addict. Right. That's like, so hard. Because when you think of it, you think like, oh my gosh, you like crack it or something like yeah. that. But it was like, I had to. But right. God was like, it was on my heart. And I had to be honest with myself because you're as sick as your secrets. And I wanted to be free. So, like, we go through that. So you're right. Like, <laughs> spirit of addiction. Like, I'm an addict. <laughs> I'm an addict. Yeah, no, I really, she's like, spirit of, 
spirit of addiction come out in the name of Jesus. And I'm like, oh my gosh, here we go. Condemnation. We got guilt. We got Leviathan. We got shame. We got mm-hmm. unforgiveness, spirit, addiction, variation. That's octopus. <laughs> I was like 10 of them janks all for one fall. Right. And that's the point mm-hmm. that these spirits come as a, these, <laughs> these spirits come as a gang. They're coming to jump you. Right. Right. They're coming. They, well, you wouldn't go. Well, well, in my sense, I went to skate ring one one time when I was little, and I got jumped. So <laughs> you wouldn't go to, if you if I had knowledge of going to the skate ring and knew that I was going to get jumped, I wouldn't have gone. Right. You see what right. I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, I like that analogy. So why right. would I do something continuously? And I know I'm going to get jumped in the spirit. Right. I don't like, have the nah. time for that. And that's where you are. Complete. Oh my gosh, that <laughs> warfare! Yeah. Like I've been through some. These last shoot couple of months actually, but this warfare when I say has drained everything out of me. But I like you know how you said they come out to jump you, but that still goes back to show how much of a warrior you really are. The spirit that they right. literally gotta go get people. They can't wait, right, to bring you down. Like look, it it's gonna take more than six of us to get her because yeah, this is an anointed one. Like she got the fire, like. No, we need yeah. we need the crew because they know. <laughs> look, check this out. Like once you get deliverance, they they know mm-hmm. we got kicked out our home. Right. So they they temple. waiting to come in. So they at every door like. Yeah, this doing is why that? they know they got kicked out before. So the mm-hmm. Bible says in Matthew twelve forty five that they go get some more evil right than before. I mean, and stronger. Right. Like so it's harder to get through the deliverance because they yeah. know. Dang, they already kicked me out of this house. I ain't gonna. For example. Somebody break into your house one time, you only got regular locks. The next time you're going to get cameras, deadbolts, mm-hmm. all of that. So nobody guns. can get in no more. Yeah, guns, right. all type of stuff. That's what they're doing too. Mm-hmm. Because same in the, same in the spirit, same, same in the natural. natural. Right. So, I mean, shoot. And then one thing I one thing I was also one this that you talked about was you also talked about walking in your purpose. <laughs> the Lord is taking me here, and I did not want to go here. Disclaimer: I did not want to go here. A we lot know, of people we think. Never do. <laughs> a lot of people think, "Oh, I'm still this. I'm still that. I'm still this." God's gift come without repentance. Right. So at the end of the day, you're still going to be who He called you to be. It's one right. thing to be called; it's another to be chosen. chosen. Right. You know what I mean? And so it's one thing to be sent. Right. So like, who sent you? Right. God or you? So are oh. you walking in your purpose? Because if you're not walking in your purpose. You're a waste of potential. Right. You're just existing. You're not even doing what you were put here. Because we were we weren't all put here just to be here, just to take up space. Each and every individual here has some like has purpose in some type of way, shape, form, or fashion, whatever your purpose is, you know, you gotta seek the Holy Spirit. Right. But like I said, like we're here for like you're just existing, like you're yeah. just chilling on earth till he call your number. So why you why you hear that? And if anybody's saying I'm walking, I'm still this and I'm still that, and I'm but you're not walking in your purpose. That is Leviathan talking because right. you're proud of the gifts, but you're not proud of the one who gave it. Right. You know, and you're not, you're not, you gotta, you have to. It's really important mm-hmm. to walk in your purpose. You're going to fall in some areas. We right. all struggle with something. Yeah, we all fall short. Of but, the glory. Right. But get right. back up and walk in your purpose. Mm-hmm. Keep walking. It's a, it's a journey. Right. It's a journey. It is. And it is good to have people there. And even when you um, confess your sins, because um, he's faithful and just to forgive you of your mm-hmm. sins. But even like some leaders, people can't trust their leaders. And that's a problem. Yeah, and you got to understand issue. it falls from the head. 
So if the whole church is in a wreck, then you need to look at the head, even, you know, in the house. And right. that was another thing for me, you know, with trying to start like a young adult ministry or whatever for teens. It was like, hold up, my teens need me. So how can I go, which I'm still going to help others, but how can I help others when my kids need me and ministry start at home? So if your house is in shambles, then your ministry will be in shambles. And if your sheep, if you know that you're doing what you're doing and your sheep out here, then you already know, like, it starts from here. So sit down somewhere. So that's right. A good point. And then probably, like you said, probably kick in because you know your gift and you know your call and you know your profit. And, you know, when God give you word, it always comes to pass. And then you're too prideful knowing you're doing what you're doing to just sit down somewhere because that, that same person that you just gave that word to, that you just laid hands on, you did more than just give them a word. Now they contending right. and they don't even know why they contending. They don't even know where these feelings come from. You know, I never had, you know, feelings to masturbate before. Why now I feel the need to masturbate? Well, you know, that person that just laid hands on you. Yeah, that that's what that's what that is. But having a leader that one you can trust, and that them two in tune with the Holy Spirit and, and doing all of that, and having people that you can really truly trust that's going to lift you back up, that's not going to entertain your sin, that's not going to tell you to hide what you're doing from your leaders or right. You know, girl, it's okay. Like God forgive you. Like yeah, He do. But it's good to have like an accountability partner, somebody right. that's going to still be like, look. I'm going to help you up. You know, I got you. I got your back. But, you know, sis, I got to be honest with you because if not, you're enabling them and you're actually hurting them more than you're helping them. Right. So get somebody that that's going to give you the real, but you know, it's done in love. Like, right. ain't no envy. Ain't no none of that. They ain't entertaining your sin. Like they're trying to help you so that you don't feel guilty, that you don't feel these things because the enemy is going to use that. Then he's going to creep in off of that. And then you open the door and give access to other things from any spirits, whatever. But being able to have that that accountability partner that's going to give you the real and that's what's going to help you too. them being able to lift, you know, lift you up, motivate you. But like, look, sis, we got to do better next time. Yeah, like, we got to do better right, next time. That's just what it is. And a lot of it also comes from your gateways, what you see, what mm-hmm. you hear. We got to protect our gateways. And yep. I was studying on it. And I'll have to give a teaching on this so I'm yeah. not going to get too deep in it. But I was in Nehemiah like a month ago. And mm-hmm. I was like, I didn't understand it when you right. talk about building the walls. I was like, what mm-hmm. is this, Lord? Like, what you talking about? Like, <laughs> this story, what is this about? Right. But then I started reading about gateways and how mm-hmm. you have gateways and the Mm-hmm. sex gateways mm-hmm. eyes ears your five senses that has things to do right. with your gateways what are you giving access That's to you mm-hmm. and this also it also ties into the decisions that we make right because the enemy sends that Oh, he sends his minions. And that's very true because I couldn't figure out why those feelings was coming back but it was certain because for me music is therapy so I listen I look Told you I ain't, I ain't y'all typical leader. I listen to all types of music, but I'm still careful of who I listen to right. and what I listen to because you still have some R&B singers who sing gospel songs, but they're sold out. So right. even still, yeah, it may be a gospel song, but it's still that person that's behind it. So you still have to be careful. But yeah. I noticed it was certain music that I was listening to and it was causing those feelings to arise right so it is good like you have to filter out your gateways you have to filter out your ears you have to filter out your mouth like all of that your heart like all of that stuff 
So that's I like that. I forgot yeah. about the little gateways. You know, the, the, <laughs> so much that you learn, right? That you just forget sometimes, mm-hmm. and that's why because we're human beings. But right. God is here to remind us. Mm-hmm. He's a patient God. He's gonna right. hey, you forgot about this, right? This situation is gonna help you remember. I sure bet you, God is. <laughs> <laughs> it sure God is <laughs> my gateways, and mm-hmm. I'm like. <laughs> Prophet is hearing and speaking like my mouth is a gateway. And here I'm smoking marijuana. Right. That's sorcery. So what do you think that you that's right. going to be produced? Like, no, I can't right. do it. Right. I refuse. Same here. To be like, the witch. A seer. God is showing me what's to come, but I'm taking these same eyes looking at parts of the body that right. I shouldn't be. So, <laughs> I'm taking these same eyes looking at things on the TV, computer, phone that like God, like I, I, uh. You know, you know, dang on with my eye, my bad, but it, it was like it was cool. <laughs> Jesus, like I my bad, like I ain't mean to, it was just funny, you know, or you whatever. Know, like it was just funny. Right, but looking at things <laughs> that I should no no Messiah. So Yeah. Like Yeah. And like God like he'll show me like what I done. And that's something big too that aggravates the hell out of me. When leaders can look at everybody else and God giving you a word for everybody else, but, not but he ain't convict you for that sin you just did last night with Deacon and Slender. Right. Like, <laughs> he ain't tell you that, but he told you what I did, but he ain't tell you, like, right. you know what I mean? But again, y'all look, we exposing ourselves. We would never get the enemy the satisfaction to do, because when we're doing it, we're like, it's not to put our business out there or, you know, people come like, oh my gosh, why did they do that? Why did they said it? Because it ain't about us. That's why we went through it to be able to help somebody else. Whether that person or people haven't got to this point yet, but they're on that road, right. or whether they're already there and they just don't know how to come out of it. Mm-hmm. So let me listen. What's he ever said? Kingdom Little Talk Podcast. Check them out because they talk about all of that. And even on legal rights, like, oh my gosh. Yeah, check that out. But um, <laughs> I still forgot. Right. And I did a whole podcast episode. <laughs> she did a whole on podcast it. on it. <laughs> and look, me did the first one, abandonment and rejection. And then I dealing with all this rejection. And boom, still. Like but you're gonna be like. tested on what you what you're talking about. Right. You're yep. gonna be tested mm-hmm. on the things that you're talking about that practice what you preach. <laughs> you better put it into practice because you're gonna be you're gonna be uh you're gonna be tested. <laughs> Just so that's the real. Right. Like I already know when some come up, it's like, oh God, so this is what we doing this right. season. Oh Jesus, Lord, no. This when they say be teach. careful what you pray for, listen, that's true because you you do not know. <laughs> Oh, it's coming. I just when when I pray like God purge anything in me that's not like you, I know this purging was gonna be like this, and I know what came out of me was it even hurts. there, and that thing was just like, yo, where you come from? It like, what, what happened? Have a deliverance that, like, you get deliverance every single day. Having a deliverance that it comes out and it's farting or burping, you like, Lord Jesus, <laughs> what is this? Or like me with this last deliverance with the one before the last one. And Python came out. Man, I jumped through the roof. <laughs> yeah, man. So it's like that deliverance was like no other. But and I was trying to figure out because I had deliverance before, and it was like I ain't feel nothing manifest. You know what I mean? And it doesn't mean that something's gonna manifest every time, guys. I'm not saying that, but right. It was a. It was also a wake up call because now I'm not only dealing with my stuff. I'm dealing with his too. And, you know, there's no deliverance there yet, you know, in that area with him. So I 
can only imagine what's going on. And I'm not saying it, guys, like in no type of other type of shit from fashion. It's just to bring the realization of this is just really what it is. You know, especially when you're walking, you know, in the will of God and you're doing what it is that God has called you to do. You're following his instructions. But if you're connected and this is not just relationship, this is even friendship, whatever, whatever you're connected to and whatever you're connected to is not connected to the source. I'm going to tell you right now, it ain't going to work. Y'all going to constantly bump heads. Nothing is going to be right because you're connected to the source and they're not connected to the source. So you don't know who's speaking in their head, what, what the enemy is saying, you don't know, no, none of that. So you're going to always bump heads because it's pretty much like you're in the ring with light versus darkness light gonna always win but in every fight even when that person wins they still have to go through the process to become that winner so that's the same thing with light versus darkness you know and god will you know put that light in in dark places that don't mean it's gonna be easy like right now with me with work and this uh, this one person i'm dealing with but it's just total darkness because (laughs) of what she's connected to but it, the fight, and I know I already won. I know I'm going to win, but that contending is something crazy. But even with overcoming, you know, we had to pray, repent, reconcile for those who don't know what it means. I'm going to just break it down to you. But it's kind of self-explanatory. But, again, everybody is not on the same path on mm-hmm. their spiritual walk or whatever. So pray to address God with adoration, confession, supplication, thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. So that was the first thing we had to do. We had to, you know, pray, seek God, you know confess our sins and you know go from there because whatever's on your heart is what you speak to god when you pray it's just communication with the father he already know anyway he just waiting for you to come to him the same with our kids like a mother knows a father knows one time a mother know before the father let's just be real but (laughs) by the time my kids come to us we already know right like we're just waiting like when i got pregnant even though i you know that'd be another podcast but i think i already did it but whatever even though i chose to playing a pregnancy at the age of 16, 17, because I had my daughter when I was 17, because I was looking for love. But I didn't even know that was me and her father's plan. I still didn't know that I was pregnant, but my mama knew. So, you know, she tell my brother to give me a cup to pee in. And I'm like, why she want me to pee in the cup? You the one smoking weed. Like, well, I got to pee in the cup. But she already know, knew. So God knows. Um, repent, turn from evil, and renounce all detestable practices. That's big because, you know, asking God for forgiveness is one thing. But when you repent, you're saying, God, look, I'm sorry. I'm turning away from this. And that's there's a difference. And people don't understand that there's a difference between just forgiveness. And some people just because it's still good to ask God to forgive you daily. Repent of your sins and turn from your wicked ways daily. But if you know, and that's just my opinion, if you know in your heart that you're not going to stop this, then instead of still ask God for forgiveness, but hey, you know, God, can you help me? Because I'm struggling in this area. Right. I'm not saying, God, that I'm not going to do this ever again because God, I know I'm going to do it again. But God, what I'm asking you to do is help me take to, right, right, right. And that's how I was when I became celibate. I asked God to take that feeling away of me wanting to have sex. And he did just that. Mm-hmm. So if you're really, truly ready, but you know you're going to do it again, just ask God to help you because there's a difference in struggling with a sin and you just intentionally 
intentionally out here just sinning, like like yeah. just free balling, like you don't even care. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a difference. So when I was ready to become celibate, but it was still a struggle, I ain't say, God, forgive me. I repented my sins and turned my wicked ways because I ain't going to never do it again because I knew I was going to do it again. But what I asked for was for him to take that feeling away. Right. And then reconcile, like reconcile yourself back to God, which is to change completely, reconcile yourselves back to God. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just two scriptures, guys, that um really stuck out to me when I was going through this this season, this process of falling. Fail, got back up, fail again, got back up, fail again. Now I'm up. I ain't going back down. <laughs> no way. After this deliverance, trust me, God, I heard you. Right. Like, that's it. We done. I I heard you this time. What you say? Heard you. Right. <laughs> got it. Noted. Ain't doing it again. Um, but First John 1 and 9, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. So that was something that I definitely meditated on. Um, in addition to Luke 7, 47 through 50, initially, guys, it was 47. Um, and that's why I stopped it. Uh, but last night, God was like, keep reading. And I was like, okay, Jesus got it. Noted. <laughs> but Luke 7, 47 through 50. Therefore, I tell you, her many sins have forgiven, has been forgiven as her great love has shown. But whoever has been forgiven little loves little. Then Jesus said to her, your sins are forgiven and it just stood out to me to her because i know like it was still general like it's for me and too but considering me and c is doing this particular podcast and what god is you know dealing with, with us it just stood out to me more for me and her and others mm-hmm. so i'm gonna just start over guys um therefore i tell you her many sins have been forgiven as her great love has shown but whoever has forgiven little loves little then jesus said to her your sins are forgiven the other guests began to say among themselves, who is this who even forgives sin? Ain't that like, ain't that like, man, like you questioning God. Right. Um, Jesus said to the woman, your faith has saved you. Go in peace. And that, re- because even though we fell in sin and we knew we agreed the heart of God, even though we was going through disappointments, you know, in that season and our faith dwindled, you know, our faith was still the size of a mustard seed. So just that little faith that we had that we didn't even realize we had, it saved us. And God mm-hmm. was like, okay, go in peace. Like, I understand what you're feeling. I got you. We, look, I'm going to take care of that. But go in peace. You've been forgiven. So when men tell you or try to bring up your sins or whatever to make, because most times it's just to make themselves feel good. You just look at them and, and, and say, God forgave me. So what right. you say don't matter. So I had to even look at this in this podcast and I'm not going to go too deep into it, but I was, um, I was texting my, my stepmom, Hey, my little girl, but it was, I told her how I felt. I was like, you know, I'm going to get a lot of kickback. And honestly, guys, I've really been struggling with this podcast because you like, Oh my gosh, yes, for a married man. But you know, <laughs> Something that her and my kids got. Mom, even my mom said something just, you know, it ain't nothing major, guys. But it's major to me. Um, And she said, why do you care? Why do you care? Do what God told you to do. He will handle all the kickback and anything else that may come your way. And that stood out to me. But when she said anything else that may come your way, I was like, oh, snap. Something about to come my way. Oh, Lord. Like, I already know, you know. So, of course, we got to pray against in the spirit of retaliation. So, but that's when it was like, oh, snap. And um, even my kids got mom. Shout out to Charmaine. Hey, girl. Uh, and I was talking to her, too, because um, that's pretty much like my sister. Blood couldn't make us any closer. Um, and she said, you got to do what, what you led to do and just be prepared for the backlash. But I know you're going to deliver it great and the backlash won't shake you. So it's really, really good to have people who can motivate you because I already know the backlash is coming. 
And even when I was telling my mom, it was funny though, but she made me tear up a little bit. Hey mom, you know, Dr. Tiny Sproul. But the, just the GIF that she sent, and it was like, you better by Taraji Henson. So it was funny, but it was still that, that push to say, look, do what God told you to do and just don't worry about what man gonna say. Even though I know the backlash coming, like, so just shout out to my mom, to my stepmom and Charmaine and my pastor, Pastor Destiny, because she said the same thing to me last night. Like, you know, do what God told you to do. And of course, Sierra, because obviously she's here with me and it make this podcast that much more easier. And I feel that much more free just having my sister here with me to pretty much saying, hey, look, you got this. I got you. I'm, I went in the pit. I helped you back together. up. Right. So that make it even much more like... All right, I'm ready. Like, what's up, world? Like, I'm ready. Here I am. Let's rumble. <laughs> Let's go. Right. <laughs> well, you know what's crazy is um also I wanted to point out for for married people in general, or not even just married people, but people who when they look up to you, like with the situation with when I fell, my husband had the thought, you know, mm-hmm. maybe we should do this. And I was like, nah, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, he wasn't going to go through with it. Right. But until I said, right. you know, let's do this. But you gave him that. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And then so we did it. And then I, you know, if I would have said no, he would have said, said no. But think about it. The enemy used him because it's God, husband, wife, children. Yeah. So the enemy knew <laughs> I got to hit the head. Because she gonna follow. Right. And it's crazy, right? Yeah. So so just everything, you know, but this is why we gotta be on our posts. We gotta be on our posts. Lord knows I was off my post. I was I ain't gonna lie, I was I was I way around off. the other city. I was <laughs> off my post. I couldn't find it. I needed a map. Where's Dora? <laughs> I need <Stop>. a map. <laughs> Cause I was long. I can get where close so where's Dora? <laughs> Yeah, not Dora. <laughs> not Where's the mop? And I, I can't stress it enough, y'all. Like in John 8, for people were dealing with condemnation, this is what the Lord gave me. In John 8, 1 through 11, I'm not going to read it to y'all because it's a lot of verses, but what I am going to do is sum it up. Do not quote me. I'm not trying to add or take from the Bible, but it talked about, I'm just going to give you a little synopsis, you know, how the woman, uh, adultery, a woman was caught in adultery and then they, Jesus was there. And then it was like, the, the, you know, the Pharisees and everybody teaches the religious laws like, hey, you know, she mm-hmm. is an adulterer and the God was and Jesus was basically like, you know, they was trying to get him. What got me is like they were trying to trap him into saying something they could use against him. But Jesus stopped and rode in the dust. Um, so <laughs> he's talking about, all right, but let the one who has never sinned throw the first stone. And then nobody right. was able to, to right. you know, and she said he t- ended up telling her, <laughs> go and sin no more. Mm-hmm. So that's just what it is. Like we said, everybody has their stuff that they deal with. Everybody right. has sin. If you deal with condemnation, because that's one of the ones that's mm-hmm. going to keep you yep. in it. Yep. It's going to keep you from repenting. It's going to bring on a whole lot of extra stuff. There's no condemnation to those in Christ. You will feel conviction, but you won't feel condemnation. So there are two different things and you have to know when to distinguish distinguish them because the enemy will try to say to use the conviction like it's condemnation. That's just not what God intended. God Mm -hmm. said no condemnation in Christ. Don't mistake the conviction for condemnation. Yeah. And I would just leave that there. That's true. And if you have 
especially a leader who's condemning you, baby, Please. you're a runner, you're a track star. <laughs> Run. <laughs> Run. Don't look back. Don't stop. Because that's the problem. Like, no, God come to convict, not condemn. And you condemn, baby. You you attract. <laughs> you better go. <laughs> Don't look back. <laughs> like, what? And now, I mean, I, I've been in situations like that before, and condemning me, and it's like, ding. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's so funny because, man, man, that's gonna touch the youth. <laughs> it is and that that's the whole because we want them oh, to not do what we've done so if we have to go through it to prevent them from going through because then they're going to remember like hold up she said right right because <laughs> this ain't right like because you're still like even and and oh man this is dropped in my spirit thank you holy spirit even though god forgives you you still have to suffer the consequences of committing that sin yes. like i forgive you but you still gotta go through the ringer for what you've done right. and don't mistake that that he because some people may mistake that oh well he really didn't forgive me because if he he forgave me then i shouldn't have to suffer the consequences no that's just like being a parent like right. i love you but you still have to suffer the consequences for what you've done that's just tough love that will also help you to not do it again because you're going to remember the consequences but if you never suffer the consequences of your action then you didn't learn anything therefore you're going to continue to repeat the same thing over and over again but if you suffer this is like going to jail if you keep like if you do something then you're going to jail now one or two things gonna happen either you're gonna be a habitual offender and you're gonna be in there for a minute mm -hmm. Or you're going to learn your lesson from going. Like, nah, first of all, they give you three meals a day and they doggy meals. The last one at four. I ain't got no money for no canteen. I'm stuck in here with people that I don't know that I don't like. Like, nah, I ain't going back. So sure just ain't. know, like, even though God, he's going to forgive you. He's waiting for you. Like, he already know you're going to do it before you do it. He know when you did it. He, gonna, he know after. He's waiting on you. But just know you still have to suffer the consequences for that sin. So even though God forgave me for fornicating, committing adultery, doing all those things, I still had to suffer the consequences. And let me tell you, that season of suffering, that shit ain't no joke. So this last time when they really, like, I really felt bad and I really felt guilty and I really felt disgusted in myself, like my body, like I didn't even want to look at myself. Right. For me, that was punishment enough. Like, all right, God, I got it. But I still had to go through, like, I love you. And that that's how you know, like, because God chastises those he loves. So right. if I didn't have to suffer the consequences, now I'm really scared because God, did you just take your hand off me? Right. Like, no, nah, right. I don't need you, Lee. Like, put your hand on me. Like, I don't <laughs> put it back. Like, please. Like, I'll yeah. suffer the consequences. Right. Because you don't want to be in that season where God takes his hand off of you. Yeah. Like, and that, for me, that made me think because you're, for me, that's just me, guys. I'm not saying it. That's just how I look at it. Then I'm a habitual offender. Right. Like, same in the spirit, same in the natural. So you went to jail, or oh, I'm taking my hand off of you. No, right. I don't want that. No. Mm -hmm. And then it repent, repent of, like, imagine repenting, and you still had to do consequences that was tough. Imagine an unrepentant person's oh. consequence. Mm. First of all, you don't want to go to hell. Second no. of all, you don't want to be out of the presence of God, because right. that's what hell is. Hell is away from the presence of right. God, and that's what's so bad. Like, imagine a world where God's presence was not in like that's tough. Right. Like I can't even imagine. No, because look at where we at now, and God exists, and look yeah. at the world now, the and I'd be looking like, oh y'all tripping, y'all going crazy. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm not. I'm seeking the Father. Ain't no way. I'm look. 
stand down against the enemy and all. No, I'm standing for Christ. Yeah. Because we are, like, we're living in the last days, so it's really going to get crazy. But God is raising up a remnant. Like, many is going to fall. Many has already failed in the body of Christ, and many more are going to fall. But the more that's falling, the more that God is raising up. He's raising up his real true remnant, a.k.a. Sierra and Tanisha. Mm -hmm. Because, look, we are an open book. Like, you know what I mean? Whatever you need to know, like we, we're not ashamed of anything we've done because we went through it right. for a reason. So this is just, an, I mean, we know one, but this is an example of his new remnant. Hey, girl. Hey. <laughs> and a just man fall seven times, times, but get right back up. And we done did. Keep on. Man, I don't know how many times. I didn't get, got back up so much. I know I didn't grow like extra height or something. Because <laughs> <laughs> sure didn't fail, fail, like. Yeah, plenty of times. Right. Well, we good now, so I so I hope this helps somebody. Yeah, I hope God ain't dropping no more out. At, the last thing He said was just man. Right. Ball. Yeah. He ain't give me nothing else besides the consequences. Like, because <laughs> I gotta I gotta let y'all know that like we can't tell y'all that you're still not gonna suffer the consequences right. just because he forgave you like nah that we'd be a liar yeah nah we can't do that and again like i told y'all last week told y'all this week i'll tell y'all next few weeks <laughs> <laughs> this season is ready e for exposure like we getting real raw uncut and everything that we went through it still turns back to god because God's hand was still revealed like we're still like showing god's glory in the midst of our story and we're just trying to help people like is is not like we're just trying to put our business out there and all that no whatever i've been through that's gonna help somebody else then i'm gonna tell you like and i ain't gonna lie i'm not gonna sugarcoat it i ain't leaving nothing out obviously um <laughs> I'm going to just tell you what it is because I don't want nobody to go through what I'm going through. But if I have to go through it so that others don't, then. So be it. Yep. But like she said, I mean, that's all that God gave us. Um, stay tuned. There will be more from Sierra Stewart. Again, you guys follow them on this all your social media. <laughs> <laughs> so we're on YouTube with Kingdom Love Talk. And we are on Anchor, Kingdom Love Talk. Mm -hmm. And instagram kingdom love talk podcast yes and that's it and their description i mean their um channel info will be in the description box below below <laughs> below <laughs> and then follow women with purpose on facebook it is women with purpose just look for the little symbol that has like because it's a couple women with purpose but um the bluish turquoise color whatever but follow women with purpose on facebook um it is women with purpose on youtube anchor apple google spotify and on instagram it's wwp underscore 18 and i am so happy to have my sister here with me thank you so much and oh don't forget to follow her husband christopher stewart on tiktok you know his tiktok name yeah it's chris with the extra s so c-h-r-i-s-s period 504 and i'm telling you y'all my son loves his tiktok like watch literally everyone but it's funny because he gives you the truth but it's in a funny way and it's also in a way that your children can understand so it is kid friendly like you him no but he he do give you the true bible you can back it up with scripture all of that because that's what we're here for so thank you so much guys for tuning in um join 
well, it will be today, five o'clock, obviously. Um, and then join us again next Saturday at five o'clock. And this that episode, guys, we will be talking about cycles. Here we go again, cycles. So if you're wondering why you're in the same situation, same time frame, same season, just the same everything, I'm gonna tell you why you're there. I'm gonna tell you how to get out, and I'm gonna tell you how not to look back ever again, which you won't because we're breaking cycles we're breaking chains we're breaking generational curses so thank you guys for tuning in i will see you next week at five o'clock and again title will be here we go again cycles